Coming back to you guys with another episode. We're going to talk about uh, what we want to talk about today. Being a landlord and what that means. What you should be doing. How to avoid being a slumlord. All that good stuff, man. So, let's get to it. What's going on to all my listeners? I love you guys. Let me tell you that first and foremost. <laughs> hey, the channel's growing, man. I really appreciate you guys. I actually just made an episode, right? I get to the end, I edit it. Boom, it's gone. So this is just me talking again. So um, it just sucks, man. Sometimes that's what I'm saying, man. I gotta, I definitely got to give me a, a computer that's going to be able to handle this with no issues but I digress no problem so we just gonna do it again we're gonna take two you know shoot it again and uh we'll get it done but let's go right into it man I, w- I really want this episode I want you guys to understand about rental properties what that entails your responsibilities as a landlord and what you should ex- really expect from your tenants you know um I want to talk to you guys about what I'm currently working on, you know, you guys heard about it on the last episode. I just bought seven plots of land on the uh, county auction. And I went through that, so I want to update you guys on that. And then we have a, a, a segue into motivation, man. Just motivation and grind and, you know, not being told what you can and can't do. You know, all that good stuff. And, and that's how I want to break this episode down, all right? So we're going to jump right into it. Let's talk rental properties, man. Rental properties, like I said, could be anything from a renting your room, Airbnb, getting a mobile home, finding a single property, uh, multifamily. Like it's when I say rental property, it could be anything. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just it, that's is a very broad statement at this point. But understand any income that you're getting by renting out a space to another individual is what I'm saying. All right. Now. Why am I really bringing this this episode up or bringing this topic up is man I was I've been watching, you know you guys know I'm a truck driver, and I'm just 
be listening to a lot of different things. But I've been listening to a lot of court shows. Judge Million, man, I love that lady. Love her. So I've been watching a lot of court shows with the episodes coming in with these landlords and these tenants just going at it. You know, and you'd be thinking like a lot of that stuff would be common sense, but man, common sense is not common. <laughs> you know, I got that from Earn Your Leisure. Common sense is not common. Straight up. Rashad said that, man. Golly. I believe in that because understand, man, these individuals are fighting over deposits. You know, and, and what I say by that is landlords are spending the money before it comes in. Literally, the deposit comes in within the next 30 seconds, it's spent. There was an episode where a lady gave somebody a deposit on $2,000, right? To a a husband and wife the husband took the deposit and went to the strip club and spent it and she has yet to even move into the property wasn't even able to move into the property now she can't go in now she wants her money back he don't have the money to give back to him that's why they go on these shows because you know a lot of these they don't have the money so you know you go on the show the show end up paying whatever the verdict is so then you ain't got to worry about it everybody's happy at the end of the day that's the only way they're getting away with this at this point I just couldn't believe that though, man. Like it that that's that's crazy to me. As a landlord, you have responsibilities. Yes, you're making money, you know. Yes, you're giving people opportunity to, you know, take care of their families and you you're doing a lot, man. But you also have to keep in mind that that money is for your property. You know, the emergency fund has to go back to them eventually. So you can't spend that money. It's never it's not your money. Unless they damage your property or they're behind on rent. You know, of course, you can use it for that. But other than that, man, you know, you got to expect that you're going to get your property back in the condition you gave it to them. All right. And I say for a lot of you guys, I understand you may not want a rental property. You may say, oh, this is too much. I don't know why you keep talking about this, Mike. But understand that having a rental property, owning at least one, is just it's just one is great because it's always going to go up in value. That's first and foremost. That's an asset that will continue to grow. It's always going to be there. It's going to hold your money there. It's just like a savings. It's there. As long as you're maintaining that property, right? And then not only that, man, if you have any liabilities, you have a car, you have any trips you like to do, finance, all, you know, just having that, that monthly money coming in, you can use that money to, to do that. All right. I mean, one property you can't do a lot, but at least it pays something, you know, something. It's giving you money. Your money's making you money. That's that's what that is. All right. So I want you guys to understand that, man. Like you have to understand that you guys have to figure out how to get assets. You know how to make your money grow for you. Don't go out and, you know, take a thousand dollars and go spend it on some designer belt. Take that thousand dollars, and you can literally take that thousand dollars, go to an auction, and go buy a couple pieces of, of land. You take that same thousand dollars, you know, and go buy you some lawn equipment. Like there's some things you can do to just make you money to go buy that nonsense you want to buy. I'm, I'm gonna call it nonsense because you know you don't need it. You know you don't need it, but you want it anyway, and that's fine. We all want what we want, but if it's not making you no money, then you need to figure a way on how to create money so you can go buy that nonsense alright 
But with that being said, don't take the money and spend the deposit. Don't take all the rent money. For example, if you if you got a house and your mortgage is a thousand bucks, you rent it out for sixteen hundred. You take the whole six hundred, you spend it every month. Now the dishwasher done broke down. You having plumbing issues. The furnace done went out, and you don't have any money saved up. You have no emergency for your rental property. Now you've put yourself in a bad situation. And that's what happens with a lot of these landlords. That's why these tenants start moving out or they start complaining a lot because they're also falling on, you know, hard, hardship as well. You're falling on hardship. So it doesn't it doesn't mix. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mix. You know, for me to avoid being a slumlord, what I do is I make sure everything is straight, man. If I can live in it, I know you can live in it. I want to make sure everything is done. If, if you call me, I'm going to try to get it fixed within a 24, 48 hours. All right. You know, this is the first time in my life where I actually been able to play both sides. You know, I've rented since I was 18 years old. And now being a landlord, I understand, you know, I'm telling you, I have some situations where I just like, man, why are they need to fix this? Or why is this like this? But now you, you understand it. You understand why landlords or property owners do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to keep the cost down as much as you can. And that's just the name of the game. But that does not mean to ignore, not take care of your property, all that good stuff. You know, if you do the right thing, you vet the tenants the right way, then you should have no problems. You know, so when you get these properties, understand with the mindset that, okay, I'm going to get this, but I'm going to make sure for the first six, seven months, all this money is getting saved up immediately. I'm not going to spend anything that I'm getting extra from this property just in case something happened. And then after the fact, go buy your nonsense, all right? Once you feel comfortable with it. Because that's, that's just the way it has to be. Don't be a slumlord, you know? There's, there's just so many crazy situations that I, I watched, like I said, on Judge Million. Like, for example, there was another guy. He was actually going to rent out his room with his girlfriend with another woman and she was going to sleep on an air mattress. The girl was 18 years old. She was in a bad spot and she just needed a place to live. And that's what she wanted to do. And she gave a man a deposit. Her mom finally figured out what the heck was going on. She said, oh, no, you can't do that. She asked for her money back. He wouldn't give it to her until she called her. Please. And just this big old thing happened. But eventually he let her out the lease. He actually said he's going to give her the money back in writing. And that's what saved her on getting her money back. But it's like, man, you know, people are in a whole lot of different situations. I, I, I just don't understand how people take advantage of other individuals, man. It's just, it's not cool. It's not cool at all. You know, if you're, if you're a tenant and you're a landlord, vet the process, man. Don't, don't be in a rush to try to find someone because the, the faster you try to get somebody put in the faster you might have an issue you know what I'm saying I you know getting my first tenant in it was took about a couple weeks you know it, it could have took longer and I'd have still been happy with it because you know I put myself in a situation where I can pay a couple of months on my months on my uh, on my property while I fill, fill the vacancy you know a lot of these a lot of you guys will try to hurry up and get somebody put in it. And then now you have an issues because 
this tenant was never in the best situation to move into his property. All right. So, you know, that's that's the, the what I have on this segment. And like I said, I want to transition over to the next thing that I want to talk to you guys about. Because, like I said, these rental properties, you guys got to just have the right mindset is what I'm saying. Okay. Now, to update you guys on the next thing that I'm doing in, in, is, of course, I bought seven plots of land with my brother. And we're going under right now the title searches. Because, like I said, you, you can buy the property off the auction, right? The next step is a title search. You got to get the title search done. And that's basically vetting and see if there's any liens on the property. You know, whether it was a disgruntled uh, construction worker to put a lien that want, he wants to get paid, uh, you know, taxes, etc. You got to find out what's going on. And with that process, um, I found out it was going to cost me $90 with the, with the title search company I'm using. And that's per plot. So 90 times 7, you can do the math on that. It's a little bit of money. And I want you guys to understand that, you know, a lot of people get hyped and be like, oh, man, I can buy this for this, this, and this. But you got to understand, you also still got to do a lot of due diligence to make sure that that land is good. You know, or you're going to put yourself in a situation you don't want to be in. You can't microwave success, man. You can't do it. As much as you want to do it, you can't do it. So just take your time. And, and that's what I'm telling you guys. Like, I'm taking my time. I'm not rushing. You know, I'm going through the process. I'm, I'm hiring a SMEs, the subject matter experts who know what needs to happen. You know, for years, I was asking realtors how to do this process. For years, I was asking other people. And they wouldn't tell it to me. And I know why. Because the, the more people that know, the more competition. Now, I don't take this competition because I feel like I'm going to do what I need to do anyway alright let that sink in in your spirit I'm going to do what I need to do anyway and that's how you should feel don't take it personal man there's enough money for everybody out here what you tell somebody is not going to affect your pockets people take it as that's what it is or you know I did the work I did the, the research I shouldn't have to tell anyone come on man for what why so you know if you got people like that in your life you just you might want to just move around man and that's they are you know that's their right they want to do that that's their right but I don't like people like that I really don't if I can if you could tell me you got this this and this if you can't tell me how you did it then that's messed up obviously you don't trust me obviously you think I'm competition and I don't, I don't want to be with, around somebody who feels like that. I really don't. And you shouldn't want to be either. All right. So after you do the title search, once you get this, uh, once you get the auction, go through the auction. Um, I found out you need to get a lawyer who handles these type of properties, right? And what they're going to do is they're going to send everything out because everything at this point, once you get that land, the clock starts immediately. So that's why. Immediately, you got to get the title search. And then the second thing you're going to do is get the lawyer. So the lawyer can send all the proper documents out to everybody from the courts to the previous owner, you know, to you to make sure everybody's notified and everything goes right. Because at this point, now the clock is going to be on the owner. You know, if they want the property, now they got to pay their previous taxes, you know, property taxes. They also got to pay me back. They got to pay my fees back. All that stuff it has to happen before they can get their stuff back. 
But at this point, you know, I don't see that happening. But, you know, we're going to knock on wood on that, okay? But you you guys got to understand, you can't cut corners. You know, as bad as I want to just go ahead and look up what documents he's sending. I'm, I'm, why? Because I'm, I'm, it takes time, man. You you want to create systems. You want to you learn about processes. But you want to hire subject matter experts. That way you can avoid the mistakes. Now, what I hope is going to happen is that lawyer is going to send me copies of everything he's sending out. And when he does, what am I going to do? I'm going to go ahead and scan that in my computer. And now I got a template. You guys need to understand that, like, sometimes that's all you got to do. You know, you're, you 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 got to pay for the first go around. Now, the second go around, it's going to be cheaper because now when I do it again, when the next auction comes, one, I know what the title search is. I can go get it. You know, I can work a deal because this is my second one with them. And then, you know, third off, I got a template and I don't have to go through the lawyer anymore. I know who needs to get these documents. I know where it needs to be stamped. I know all of this. That's why you got to ask questions. All right. Ask questions because you're, you're paying for the service anyway. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, so you're paying. So you guys got to understand that, man. Stop skipping. Stop saying, oh, I'm not going to pay for this. I'm not going to pay for that. Trying to save money here and there. It's just, it's going to cost you more money in the long run. Okay. So I want you guys to fully understand it. That, and that's, that's the update. That's where I am right now with that. And I, I just can't wait, man, because, you know, of course, once I get the land, the next thing I'm going to do, I have to go down there. I want to go look at it. I want to go see everything. Of course, I'm going to take pictures. And I got to get the grass cut, all that good stuff, maintain those properties and see where they're at. Because I think, I know where three of them are at, but I don't know where the rest are at. So, um, all I've seen is a picture. Because, you know, know, I'm out here in El Paso. I'm in El Paso, Texas. And it's just been, you know, buying properties and sight unseen is kind of scary. But I'm from South Bend, Indiana, you know, so... I kind of recognize the addresses, but I need to see it in person. But yeah, other than that, man, um, I want you guys to understand that there is no perfect time to get started. Like forever. Like I said, man, I was doing so much research, trying to ask so many different questions, find different people. And I said, you know what? It's never going to be the right time. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. And I want you guys to get that same motivation. Just do it. Don't complain. Just go through it. You know, get an idea of what you're doing and then just go through it, man. Just go through it. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to get a couple of no's. People will look at you like you're stupid because you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, right, man, forget them. There's always going to be somebody who's, who, who, who think they know everything. Man, I'm never going to see you again, talk to you again. I'm not going to see you in the afterlife. None of that. A lot of these people, man, they just they, they just want to feel like they they got one up over you. All right, man, I hope that feels good because I could have did more for you than you could do for me. That's how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could do more for you than you could do for me. And I want you guys to understand that. You tell that person that's what it is. Don't, don't, don't feel some type of way, man. That's just what it is. And understand that you'll never be 100% ready. You might be 60, 50, 40% ready. You just got to get to a certain point and build that confidence and say, hey, I am going to do it. I'm going to get out of this bed. I'm going to do what I got to do, and that's it. All right? And understand, lastly, if you tell people your dreams, they are definitely going to discourage you. 
off rip, you might get something in there that says, man, that's great. What can I do to help? Those are the ones you want to keep around. If you get people to come around you and say, oh, man, what you doing that for? Then I tried that. It didn't work. You doing what? Those are the ones you need to slowly walk away from. You ain't got to cut them off, but you might want to walk away from them, man, because it's not going to be. That conversation is not going to get better. Guaranteed. Not going to get better. All right. <laughs> but if you can get that confidence, man, and just build it up, I promise you, you're going to you're gonna appreciate it a lot more, man. You know, and later on in life, when you're benefiting off of all the work you've done, all the money you saved, you know, all the assets, and, and now this money starting to come in, you're going to be like, man. Life is going to be easy. It's going to be like a cheat code at that point, man. You know what I'm saying? So, once again, man, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I wanted to keep this, you know, podcast short. I'm trying to stay at 20 minutes. I don't want to go 30 minutes. I want you guys to get the brunt. I don't want to be rambling on. So, I want you guys to get what you came for. Comments, subscribe, follow me, go on my Instagram, go on my LinkedIn tree, on my Linktree account. You guys can go on everything you request consoles if you want more information i'm an open book um the consoles you do gotta pay for it don't get me wrong but you know what i'm saying if there's a couple of questions i could definitely answer and i could definitely get you started at least pointing in the right direction um but once again just stay safe be cautious of who you're talking to about your dreams um and yeah man you can you can be and do whatever you want to do and don't let nobody tell you what you can't do because I'm going to tell you what I can't what I can do you understand me all right peace Let's get it.